With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 334, I'm James Erpine. Mo out today. This is ESPN 1530. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Again, the poll question at James Erpine. Preference, Thanksgiving turkey, Thanksgiving ham, spaghetti, and meatballs. To talk more about that, maybe a little hoops, is Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com. He's on Twitter, at Chad Brendel. Chad, you have a preference of those three? Uh, turkey. Turkey. Definitely oh. turkey. Okay, okay. Because this started with Andy Dalton. He said he prefers ham over turkey. Ham is for poor people. What? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, dang. I'll tell Andy that. I'll tell Andy he needs to renegotiate his, his new contract a little better so he can have turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, my uncle makes the my uncle makes like the best turkey ever. So I have to make the ham, but I'm not really a ham guy. Ah, okay, okay. So how how, how, did, how does your uncle make the turkey? Like, how does um, he, cook he he cooks it regular, like like roasts it. Mm-hmm. And then cuts it up and puts it back in its juices in a uh, like a crock pot type deal, uh, okay. and then cooks it down so that it's all like moist and it's it's phenomenal. It's wonderful. That sounds good. You know what? You know the word a lot of people hate moist. What? So, so moist. we're going to say moist a couple times. Okay, the turkey <laughs> is very moist, James. <laughs> He's Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving Eve, by the way, man. Um, Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, Enjoy it, your day tomorrow. I'm I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna be here for a little bit, but uh, I, I, I might it, sleep in tomorrow if if things go well tonight. Because popping a, a bottle of champagne for the uh, Cayman Islands Classic Championship uh, could put me over the edge tonight. And that's that's <laughs> the thing. Like, what are you expecting? I mean, naturally, you look at it, and they're eleven and a half point favorites. Last time I saw against Wyoming, I'm expecting a, a Cayman Islands Classic Championship. Should I be yeah. expecting it? I mean, I, I, if they're really going to be a top 10, 15 team, then, then yeah, they better be Wyoming. But, I mean, it's not, you know, Wyoming's pretty solid. I think they're number nine in the RPI right now. Obviously, it's early for RPI, but um, Wyoming's about a top 75 or so team, which would put them on par with, like, UConn and Houston and, and a couple of those teams, Temple, in the middle of the American Conference. So uh, it's not going to be a game that they can play poorly and win. And I would definitely like to see some uh, attention focused on fixing the turnover issue that has been a problem so far this season. Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com is our guest. And, and yeah, that's, that's one thing with, with me with this offense. Everyone loves it, the, the, the high-flyingness of it, the, the fact that they, they move so fast. But turnovers are something that you're going to have more of if you're moving faster, if you're not running the, the half-court sets that, that we're used to seeing McCronin run. Well, I mean, yeah, turnovers are going to go up if you're playing more possessions and you're you're playing up tempo, yeah. which they most certainly are. Um, I mean, like you look at that Buffalo game on Monday night. Buffalo mucked that game up, and it, and it felt like it was played at a pretty slow pace. Yeah. They played at seventy six possessions that game. There was only four games all of last year they played above seventy six possessions. So the pace is still up, but just you know because there were so many fouls and. It, 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 
seemed uneven. It didn't feel like they were playing at an accelerated pace. So, yeah, your turnovers are going to go up. But, James, they were at like 11 a game last year, and now they're like 17 to 20 every game. That's um, that's not commiserate with the number of possessions that are being added. They're not playing at 92 possessions a game. They went from in the 60s to in the mid-70s. So you have to think, yeah, it's okay to turn it over a little bit more, but you want to be in the 13 range yeah. instead of the 10 range, and, and 17 to 20 is just way too much. Chad, I... You you were the one who said Cumberland would lead this team in scoring, right? That you predicted I did. that. Well, right now he's leading the team in scoring. So I know it's early, but early results are good. Well, I mean that's what I get for spending <laughs> countless hours watching summer workouts and practices when nobody else has any interest in basketball season. Uh, I get ahead of the curve on things like this. He's just he's the most aggressive perimeter scorer that they have. Uh, I wouldn't say he's the most aggressive scorer they have because if Kyle Washington gets the ball and he decides he's going to shoot, guess what? He's going to shoot. Um, Kyle, Kyle's not here to pass, as uh, my guy that runs my Twitter account likes to say. Um, but in terms of, you know, Cumberland can hit it from deep at a high clip. He can drive. He's excellent in transition. Uh, when he gets uh, an honest whistle instead of being called for charges that aren't charges, uh, he's just an incredibly efficient and effective scoring machine. And he's just got more, you know, it, basically it was going to come down to him or Jacob Evans, I think, mm-hmm. who's going to be the leading scorer on this team. And, and Jaron's more aggressive. Jaron is, Jacob is more of a, a flow guy. He, he, you know, he's looking to make the right pass. He's looking to make the right play. Uh, Jaron at times is just going to get buckets. And to me, that said, he was going to be the leading scorer. And so far, that's what we've seen. James Erpine in for Mo. Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com is our guest. Chad, is there anything that surprised you five games in heading into tonight that uh, maybe you didn't expect to see so, um, so early this year? Not really. I mean, this is kind of what we thought the beginning of the season was going to look like. Now, a lot of people thought that, that we were going to see Iowa, excuse me, at the end of this uh, Cayman Islands Classic, but they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They lost their first two games, and they barely escaped UAB for seventh place in the event. So <laughs> they might, I mean, that might not be a team that wins 12 games this year. So you might have gotten lucky getting Wyoming, you know, a Wyoming team that in their league is probably going to win a bunch of games and, you know, could be a team that, could look like a top 75 or so neutral site win if you get this win tonight um, when it's selection time. So uh, they might have caught a break there. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, you know, I, I think Kane Broon's been a, a little uneven. Um, I know there's a lot expected of him, but you could see once practice started in October, he was, I don't want to say struggling because I don't think it's the right word, but he was just going through that transition of, you know, when he turned it over in practice last year, it didn't matter because he wasn't playing that next day. Yeah. So there wasn't the the pressure or the attention paid to him when he made mistakes. Now everything's ramped up. And, and you saw Mick on Monday. He didn't like how loose Kane was with the basketball. Kane played 12 minutes and then came back out last, uh, last night against Richmond and played excellent. Led the team in scoring and still turns it over a little too much, but it, it was... You know, the big thing on the turnovers, and I hate to keep harping on it, but it is the big storyline so far. He's not, Mick's not going to care if it's turnovers of aggression. 
he's not taking you out of the game for you know a, a charge that you didn't see you know a guy slid over on you or or you're trying to make the extra pass and it it goes out of bounds or gets fumbled away but it's the the stuff that's preventable, you know, throwing a lazy one-handed pass across court that gets picked off for a dunk or mm-hmm. you know, not reading the defense the, the way that you were told in practice that the defense was going to be read. Or uh, if you remember the first game of the season, um, Mamadou Diara played like four seconds, and that was all he played that game. Well, he came in, and they threw him a pass on his first possession, and he reached out to catch it with one hand. The ball bounced off his fingertips and went out of bounds. One of the things they teach is you play with two hands and two feet. You know, he was being lazy and lackadaisical and wasn't doing what was taught in practice. That is going to get you pulled every time. And there's still too many of those things that they work on, things that they stress on, mistakes that are happening, especially with Kane. I I think I told this story on the show before, but uh, I was joking joking with him like two weeks into practice, and I said, you know, Mick is allergic to turnovers, and Kane said, unfortunately, the problem right now is I'm addicted to them. <laughs> so I, I mean, At least you he know, knows it. <laughs> he's aware. He's trying to work on it, but he came from a system where he had the ball in his hands 80% of the time, and everything was on him. Yeah. So if he turned it over a couple times more than you know that coach would have liked, it wasn't a big deal. But here you've got Evans and Cumberland and Clark and Washington – and all the guys on the bench that are showing that they're, you know, hopefully going to be reliable contributors throughout this season. You don't need to be that guy that's making the mistakes. So it's a process, but he'll get there. It's just uh, in the learning phase right now. He's Chad Brendel at Chad Brendel on Twitter, BearcatJournal.com. What do you what do you have planned if they do get the big win over Wyoming uh, on BearcatJournal.com? I mean, I'm I'm dumping champagne on somebody. There you to go. Win an, uh, I need a video. Is, I need a video. Okay. Uh, to win an event as prestigious as the Cayman Islands Classic would really mean <laughs> a lot for this program. They, they have tents for locker rooms, and um, I worked on better TV production crews when I was 20 years old at the Telecommunications Board of Northern Kentucky doing public access TV. Didn't Mick um, did, did I miss see a quote? No, he said it. Okay. That, that this it. tournament it, would be, or the classic would be the best uh, early tournament in the of the year, or something. In well, a couple of years? one thing I will say is that the people that are down there actually experiencing it have said it's incredible. But it's come off as kind of a Mickey Mouse looking operation um, on the video, and and there have been issues where on Monday night they they didn't get the score right, which when that game got close. The two points that they didn't give Cincinnati, well, they gave, they, they Cincinnati shot two free throws at one point, and instead of giving the second free throw to Kyle Washington, they gave it to the guy on the Buffalo bench that hadn't played in the game. So they How took a point that? away from Cincinnati, and they gave it to Buffalo. That's a two-point difference. That game got down to five points in the final minute. And the score was wrong, and nobody caught it. Oh. So it's if it's going to be a top five tournament or the top tournament in the country in the next five five years, they have a lot of growing to do in the next five years. Yeah, that's that's certainly a, a lot of growing to do. He's Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com. Chad, enjoy your turkey uh, tomorrow. This is the segment that always goes long. Did I get to go long? Yep. And you know what yeah. else you did? You you what? made our segment next. Uh, 
our next segment with Rick Roaring shorter. So it's oh, it's, that is fantastic. You just made my day. Happy Thanksgiving, James. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Chad. <laughs> Have a good one. You too, man. He's Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com. I'm James Erpine Infomo. Up next, we go from UC to Xavier. Xavier getting set for the Continental Tire Las Vegas Invitational. We'll discuss it with Rick Roaring, MusketeerReport.com, next on ESPN 1530. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.